0: What's up everybody, it's Rob Cruz. Welcome to Transcendent Sport. This is episode number 13. My guest is Sarita Brooks, founder of Intensity Sports, head coach of Impact Gold Lang, and former Florida State softball speedster, master teacher. Let's go welcome to the transcending sport podcast with rob cruz an audio experience bringing you interviews conversations and more from some of the most intriguing personalities in the sports world and now your host rob cruz good afternoon everybody welcome to the transcending sport podcast i'm your host rob Cruz. my guest is sarita brooks former florida state standout Instructor extraordinaire out of the Georgia area, and I'm um, really happy to have her as a guest. What's up, Sarita? Doing
1: awesome. Having an awesome day. How are you doing?
0: <laughs> I'm doing great. So <laughs> t- so tell us about yourself. Tell us a little bit about So obviously you played softball. Um, Tell us a little bit about, you know, where you're from and, you know, how you got into softball.
1: Awesome. Um, well, I am from Suscaloosa, Alabama, and, um, you know, grew up about maybe 15 minutes from, the UA itself, and uh, you know, I grew up playing softball, but not to the extent, you know, that the girls do now. I never played one in in the travel ball. Um, it was more like, more or less, like brick ball um, for us there. Mm-hmm. And so, it just so happened I was one of those fast kids that got the opportunity to go to um, a University of Alabama softball camp my senior year of high school. And I went out there and, you know, man, if you could have seen my swing on the, on the right side, it was it was a hot mess. You know, throwing the ball from, not throwing the ball high, throwing the ball from my hip, you know, mm-hmm. just launching balls. Didn't really have a lot of good mechanics. But anyway, I, I ended up going to this camp and they saw how fast I was. They called a JUCO college uh, down in Florida, it's North Florida Community College. Told her about me. Um, she made the drive up to Tuscaloosa. Uh, saw me in the practice and off of speed alone and some, I guess, some skill on the outfield, she offered me a ride scholarship to North Florida. Um, and North Florida is about 45 minutes from Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. And so from there, um, I ended up going there for two years and then out of that getting a um, an offer to play at Florida State. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So it was a, it was a, re- a really interesting journey for me. Of how I got to college, you know? and, and
0: I think the journey is the is the, is the sweet part, you know. Sometimes, absolutely. Sometimes I think we have a lot of people who who frown on the journey and are like and like, why am I going this route? Why why couldn't mm-hmm. I go gone that route? But then I think mm-hmm. when you get to the end, you look back and you're like, it's better that it happened the way it happened because it could be no other way. It made me lo- it made me who I am. You know what I mean? So absolutely, <clears throat> that's great. So speed, huh? so so you know back i'm not gonna get into dates right now <laughs> but, but, thank you <laughs> but, but back then you know during the time that you that you that you went and you, you were able to play at that at, at such a high level being a collegiate athlete um mm-hmm. h- how was speed you know talk to me about your speed like home the first times you did what they were they clocking times back then
1: oh yeah they were clocking times back then but it wasn't as prominent as it is now Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was back then for more of the oohs and ons kind of things because, you know, it was kind of interesting because the ones that stood out stood out yep. far from the rest. I mean, yep. you, had your, you had your lefties that were bona fide lefties and you had your power hitters that were just really bona fide power hitters. Um, I would say now the, the range of speed has gotten a lot closer mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to a lot of righties that are able to barrel down the line mm-hmm. a bit faster. Mm-hmm. Um But, you know, I I actually, I mean, I was pretty fast. I mean, I grew up, you know, running against my cousins who were boys. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know any better, you know, when it came down to running against someone else that was my gender. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I get to college, you know, all I knew was to hustle and to run because it's all I grew up doing. Mm -hmm. And so my my first reawakening was this other kid they brought along on my team um, who was also fast, you know, and she was about as quick as I was. Um, But anyway, kind of at my JUCO, you know, it wasn't anything that was clocked. When I get to Florida State, they clocked me. And I had a a great speed and agility coach that actually taught me how to get faster. And I would say my time ended up going from 2.6 to 2.4 easily at Florida State. Oh, wow. Um, Just because they taught me how to get out of the box, how to run. You know, and that's something kind of being on this side of it. It's important, you know, to teach kids how to actually, you may be raw, you may be talented, but just having someone that understands the body, you know, is big. And I'm I'm definitely a proponent, a pon- proponent of that, sorry.
0: Yeah, that's good. So, so it, I, I was as you were talking, I was, obviously my dog is barking as I want. But um, but as you were talking, I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, I remember when I grew up, I, I grew up in like a sports neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Here in New York, and we had, you know, our block was considered the baseball block. But I mean, wow. I was probably the 10th fastest person on the block because everybody was fast mm-hmm. and could jump fences and could, you know, hide and go see, climb trees, hop fence, you know, we, we just, we just, we just, <laughs> just running jumping up and down, running up, jumping from the top step. Like, we just were just, just boys trying to find a, find a way to try to sprain an ankle somehow.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> and, um, but when, when I got to like, collegiate the collegiate sports level and i got to the higher ups Everybody was like oh rob so fast and i'm like mm-hmm. dude i'm not even fast compared yeah, to, compared yeah. to my friends i'm not even that fast <laughs> yeah, but then it's, exactly. it's funny how you take yourself out of your environment and you go to a different environment and then you you, you kind of see yourself worth differently
1: absolutely, than how yourself. absolutely. Yeah,
0: so that that's that's interesting you know yeah you, you know
1: what's funny with that you know i was i was talking to some of my kids um, in am about not understanding what hustle like you gotta understand what hustle is and i told them you know i used to run against my uncle and my cousins and i never to this day was able to catch them Mm -hmm. but i was always on their heels and so anytime i'm i used to run against someone else that i knew i had i could i could see my uncle and my cousins in front of me every single time it was never about the person i was running against ever mm. and so that that to me has translated in how we work you know how i approach my girls you know with lessons or whatever you're not literally racing the person behind you but literally the person in front of you but even if you can't see them they're there right, so that's, that's kind of something that's always stuck with me
0: so now let's talk about uh you know obviously it's, it's world series time uh, at the time of this recording at the time we're recording this, this this little podcast it is UCLA is up one game against Oklahoma um, yeah. and UCLA kind of, I guess they set the record last night for the most runs scored in the finals. I think they were 16 to one. I'm not even sure. I, I cut it Unbelievable. off. I, I mean, I cut it off. I'm sure you did too. Um, <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> but obviously UCLA is not that good. And Oklahoma is not that bad. Obviously. Mm-hmm. But so tonight we're looking for something, you know. So what do you? What are some of the things that stood out to you in the World Series? Because I mean, for me, I got my thoughts, but I'm just curious to know, like some of the things that you got the you got the best eight teams in the country, um, right? Duking it out in, in an all-out dogfight, and um, mm-hmm. what were some of the things that stood out to you? That you that you know that you. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, you know, um, I feel like you know you're right. You have the the top teams that are in the country. They're there. But I don't feel like, from my standpoint of watching, I feel like we don't have the top um, hustlers or the top, you know, finishers in the in the nation. And the reason why I say that is because it seems like defeat at times has been okay. Um, it's it's kind of been disheartening to not see teams fight through some of that adversity. And the ones that are there for a reason and a purpose in mind, they're finishing these games hard on teams. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of it's kind of like weird to see. You know, for instance, I don't know if I can, can I name a team that, you know, um, watching, you know, the Florida game the other day, and I mean, they pretty much conceded in the fourth inning, and the game wasn't over yet, and that was pretty hard to see. I mean, obviously, you want to, you want to always cheer a player on. You always want to cheer a team, want to see them do their best, but, you know, there was one, there was one moment when they panned in on a kid from Florida. She was like, get ready to cry on the field. She was playing defense, and so that's part of the thing with it for me that's kind of like hard to watch. But then again, I love watching, you know, those, the UCLA and Arizona fight, you know, the thing that's always made them great. Um, Great teams have, you know, great leadership, all those different things. Um, It's pretty cool to see that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad you brought that up. (laughs) So, so my my perspective on that part of it, I I believe it's a mindset issue. And it's funny because like six years ago, I, I I got to a point where I said, "I'm telling you right now, we're gonna start seeing the residue of the showcase mindset
1: mm-hmm.
0: start showing up in top twenty so That's far. That's great. And yeah. we're, we're seeing the showcase mindset start showing up
1: mm-hmm.
0: because it, it it's not about you; it's Absolutely. about winning. And if you're taught from the age of 14, 15, and it's ingrained in you that it's about you and your personal success, it's mm-hmm. very difficult to, um, to 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 rebrainwash you, if that's even a word or a thing, <laughs> back to the winning mindset, of mm-hmm. playing to win, and oh, yeah. and wreck ball. That's what makes rec ball, I guess, good because you want to win. They're not showcasing. <laughs> there's no drop Absolutely. dead. There's no drop dead 75 minute games, 60 minute, hour and 10 minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. with, uh Games over in the middle of an at-bat. But wait a minute. It's, it's a tie game, run around third. What do you mean the games over in the middle mm-hmm. of an at-bat? You know, so I think um, where I get why that's going on is it's business. Well, actually, I don't get it. <laughs> but it's it's, it's it's business. Let's get as many games in as we can. Let's be strict on these rules because I got to get more teams in this tournament. And mm-hmm. even though they're only playing four in the games and the girl that at ninth on this team only got one at bat, this is a new version of softball. And we're starting to see the effects of it
1: mm-hmm. at, top,
0: at the top 20 level because as a coach, as a travel ball coach, I'm sorry, as a college coach, when I show up to a and, and I, I, need you, I need your thought on this one. When I show okay. up to a showcase and I'm watching a hitter hit three home runs in one day, I have to wonder, is she a good hitter or is she facing really bad pitching? Right. And if I recruit a pitcher who struck out 12 bat- batters in, in you know every game I saw her, I have to wonder, is she that good or is the competition mm-hmm. that she's facing just that bad? Then I recruit this mm-hmm. player and they get to my level and then I start to see that I have my answer to that question. Yeah. Your thoughts on that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I, mean, I, I think you're absolutely right. Um, you know, the hard part with especially the travel ball arena is that they they there's not a lot of Uh, finish finishing if that makes any sense Um, we, we we set out to have a goal and it's not a lot of finishing that finishing isn't often defined by the coaches for the kids what does it mean you know if you're telling your pitcher i want you to finish every batter what does that mean i want you to throw only four pitches maybe or have your your pitch count low having some some kind of goal in mind i feel like it's something that gets lost in the process for a lot of these kids and you know, I like to always say that the temporary fulfillment, the temporary gain isn't always true. Um, what that means is, is, you know, you may be, like you said, you may have gotten those three home runs, but you should probably get those three home runs off of that kid. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can't be satisfied with the temporary gain in that and not go after every single pitcher that you have, that you face with the same intent. Mm-hmm. And of course, we both know that translates so heavily to the next level because I mean, I've never met anyone that changes overnight. And a lot of that has to do with the character of the kids, but also the lack of preparedness that they are not getting at the, the high school level. Um, unfortunately, we are at a day and time where people care more about wins than the actual um, quality of, a, of an athlete and their actual well-being. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you see it translated over to college sometimes where, mm-hmm. you know, some of the kids that aren't the most athletic... Um, are the ones that are hustling Because that's all they know And some of the kids that are the most athletic Don't give you 100% Because they feel like they can just get by With their athletic ability Because <laughs> they've done it for so many years
0: Great and, and, and You're saying so many good points So, and, and, to the, and, and, and in defense of the college coaches And a lot of them are my good friends mm-hmm. um, in, in their defense Many of them aren't even allowed To really Coach kids in a tough yeah. way you can't even coach in a tough way anymore, because kids are complaining to ads and getting coaches are getting fired. The schools are not having their back. So now I got to coach soft. And what do I get? Soft yeah. players. And what do I get? I get run ruled. You know, in, in a in a in on a, a national stage. And now you want to fire me for getting run ruled? But you weren't. You didn't. Right. You did not allow me to develop these kids' toughness. Yeah. So now it's it's a catch, it's such a catch 20, It's so frustrating to yeah, watch knowing absolutely. knowing that that stuff goes on behind closed doors and and that these coaches can't even coach the right way yeah, because people absolutely. are so soft and sensitive um mm-hmm. you know to, to winning styles that this this winning yeah. you know winning is a coaches have a lot to do with winning. I'm gonna tell you right now. Mm-hmm. Cuz otherwise it wouldn't be the same 11, 12, 13 coaches that are getting to the World Series every year. So it's definitely really it's definitely coaches, personalities, coaching styles. Um, you know, there's so many things that, that factor into it. Um it, recruiting being one of them and being able to identify what kind of athletes you, you're gonna be able to work with when they get to when they get to the college level. So let me ask you this. Um I know you are an endgame. game and I'm gonna really go in a whole other direction right now. I, I know you mm-hmm. I know you I know you a Marvel Endgame fan. Um, <laughs> as, as am i um <laughs> how do you think about that last one the last marvel avengers movie man i
1: loved it i loved it <laughs> so, uh, i did i haven't seen it again but i loved it
0: how do you feel about the way it ended
1: um you know it was tough for me obviously you kind of had a feeling at the way that it was going to end um which is why i need to go back and see it again to be honest with you um but um, I actually like the way it ended, um, you know, with uh, Thanos obviously going down. That's how, <laughs> you know, I appreciated that. Um, I was thrown a little bit by some of the characters at the end um, mm. with their departure from the series. I'm not a, a Marvel uh, comic reader. Mm. So having to, you know, kind of following through the with the movies has kind of been how I you know, approached it. Um, but what were your thoughts with it? How did you like it?
0: Um, I was going to say spoiler alert. For people who didn't watch it because if you haven't watched it now shame on you you probably if you haven't watched it now then you probably didn't watch any of the previous ones so i'm not going to feel bad about spoiling it for you because you're not a, you're not even a true you're not a true marvel head so i would just i would just keep it like that so i'm not going to say spoiler alert what i am going to say is i think that what we have witnessed in the last 10 years span from marvel has been a like sheer dominance in 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 the, in the comic superhero genre Absolutely. And they have left us with so much to talk about. <clears throat> yes, um, they have. They have always left us with so much to look forward to. I'm I'm excited about what's to come. Um sad to see that Iron Man had to die, but it was so like he had to die. Heart. Like the emotion I'm that I the immersion <laughs> that the emotion that we all felt was a yeah, it was good, like because he gave it. You know what, what, what was they what were they saying? Um, it, it, whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah. It's what I, he said. It. It's like whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. It, it took him to yeah. make the ultimate sacrifice for everybody, including his daughter, mm-hmm. including his daughter. Mm-hmm. So, like, and and I, I think, and, and I'm going to segue back into softball. I, I don't know that that people really get we say whatever it takes. So, and I'm going to say this and I want to I know your thoughts on this we're staying with this theme whatever it takes from, from Marvel and that's the reason why I actually brought Marvel up mm-hmm. whatever it takes so we have people that I have students that will drive an yeah. hour two hours you know mm-hmm. you, you and I train in the same facility out in Beaufort, Georgia Sh- shout out to Today's mm-hmm. Faces and Adrian Cherry Lacey Lacey Williams yeah. Yeah. shout out to them too and um so you know what's funny is that um i have kids that drive i don't know if you know this or not but there are kids that drive there three hours just to hit for like an hour some of of them will do like two sessions two in a row Mm -hmm. and it's not their ability that's going to make them succeed it's the fact that they were willing to do that drive that's going to make them succeed absolutely and i think some Mm -hmm. people get it twisted and when i when i start naming off my athletes who have made Mm -hmm. those types of sacrifices because that's how important it was to them. It was like, yo, yo, whatever it takes. I read a quote the other day and it said, if you really wanted to be successful, then you'd be successful. Mm. (laughs) Just that simple. (laughs) Because like, we we can make excuses. I got this, I got to do this, I got this to do. We all got stuff to do. But if you really wanted to be successful, You'd be successful. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So, your thoughts on 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 that, real quick.
1: Well, you know, it's funny you said that. I had a I had a parent one year. Um, his daughter probably they lived probably ten minutes from the facility I was working at, and every single week she'd come in with the same issues every single week Mm -hmm. and you know if you know me as an instructor or as (laughs) as a coach i'm relentless i don't care like we're going to keep doing the same thing until you get it you're going to waste your time you're not going to waste my my words but um you know i said i said to the dad i I just said i don't understand why she's not contributing to her own success why does she not want to get better And he looked at me and said, and this was weird because he said it, but he was still paying me $45 every week to do the same stuff. But he said, because it's not important important to her yet. When it becomes important, she'll make a change. And Mm -hmm. I've I've always held that on with me, regardless of how even she did. But that's another story in itself. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it starts at home. I feel like a lot of it starts at home because who wants to get up to go to work? Who wants to get up to go to school? You have to have accountability somewhere. But um. You know, I've noticed a lot that when, when, a, when, a, when, when there's no accountability when it comes to people's kids' actions and what they, even their efforts from parents, even coaches, it's kind of like they just take it for granted. But the ones that are truly hungry, they'll do whatever, like you said, whatever it takes to get the job done. Even in the middle of traffic, they don't care. You know, and those are the kids to me that I feel like have literally done something amazing with the sport and even careers in their own life. You know, mm-hmm. like I thought like we do have a lot of lacks, a lot of lax kids because the, the words okay have become a norm. It's okay, you get another ch- chance, mm-hmm. it's okay. You're a so lot fair. of us know you don't often get another chance. So you almost have to, you know, it's the cliche of seize the day, you know? And for some people it just looks different. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> so I'm gonna hit you with this new word I learned yesterday. It's actually it's actually I knew it, but I didn't know that, that somebody had a word for it. And the word is um perception gap. Now follow perception me where I'm going. Gap. Perception gap. Okay. Perception gap. So we we can have a perception gap because we, we may have said something to someone and they totally misinterpreted what we said. Mm-hmm. Right? so there's a perception gap of what they thought we of what we meant but in our intention for saying what we said but then what they actually heard or perceived is different and it can happen with our bosses, our peers our, our clients, our partners friends, coach player relationships you know it can happen in any of those, any of those scenarios so I can tell an athlete um, what I'm looking for from, from them and, okay. and that athlete can say Oh my god, you're so mean. Or you're so negative. And I go, "No, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just telling you the truth." Right, and, and you're perceiving right. it as me being mean because most people are thinking that they need to be always n- nice and positive to you. Come on. But the yeah. but the game doesn't care about your, about your feelings and your emotions. Right. So as a as 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 someone who is trying to be an emotionless coach and teach you how to have ice in the mm-hmm. bottom of the seventh inning and how to get tough mm-hmm. in the bottom of the seventh inning, no, it's not okay that you were subpar and that you were not focused because your team needed you Absolutely. to be and you, and you weren't doing it. But nobody squeezed that out of you. So if it's Absolutely. if so if it's in there, I'm going to squeeze it out of you. If it's not in Absolutely. there, if it's not in there, yeah, then yeah, you're going to crumble. Yeah, I mean, and and I'm and I'm this coach that's like. No, it's, it's not that I'm negative. It's that what you did was not acceptable and mm-hmm. I'm holding you accountable to it and you don't like that feeling of being held accountable. Absolutely. Because you want me to make Absolutely. an excuse for you. And I, and I think that's, that there's a perception gap between, well, I this coach is this, this coach mm-hmm. is that. And I've been doing this for 21 years. I, I know when someone, and I've been doing this for 21 years as my only job. And no, I don't have a daughter that played softball. So that's not why I got into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I got it. I came in from baseball as a as a as a coach who understood how to de- how to develop athletes. And like when I and when I see familiar things, I know mm-hmm. I know what success looks like. I know what success looks like for a ten year old just by meeting their parents. Mhm. She's gonna make it.
1: Yeah.
0: I know what I know what somebody who I'm like okay this person is probably not gonna make it unless they really change. So they're either going to change or they're going to quit. Like I've told kids that. I've told, I've told committed top 20 kids. I say, okay, you're too talented, you're committed. But I'm going to tell you right now, when you get there, you're either going to quit or you're going to change.
1: Absolutely. And, and I know
0: Absolutely. you don't want to hear that, <laughs> but Absolutely. I have to tell you, I'm obligated to tell you that because what okay. if no one, what if nobody tells you that?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You, you can get I mean, mad it's at yeah, yeah, It's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's the truth. I mean, you're not living in a fantasy. I mean, it is what it is. Like, it's kind of like, I mean, when you were five years old, you don't do what you were 10, and when you're 10, you don't do what you're 15. Like, it's just, it just doesn't work like that, Mm -hmm. you know? And, a lot of times what we don't understand is there's this thing called grace to grow Mm -hmm. and you know there's a period in the kids athlete i'm sorry in the athlete's time where there's grace to mess up there's grace to have all these brain farts we so we like to say and forget you know how to hustle or forget certain things but eventually that grace is going to be lifted because you know to me every every stage in my life has had a different level where what affected me last week cannot affect me today if i want to grow and be better for tomorrow and my tomorrow literally has something to do with everyone that I'm tied into and so there's no grace to keep staying where I am and so a lot of times you get these coaches that are in the travel ball world that are still living in grace with these kids like you have another day you have another day and before these kids know it they're getting ready to graduate and they're not equipped you know to understand how to grind through something even when it's hard because when you go to an LSU or you go to a Florida, you go to a Florida State or, you know, a Georgia, mm-hmm. they're going to have a little grace with you in the fall, but eventually, they're going to put their best out there because they all want to be where we are today with the World Series. <laughs> and eventually, yeah, yeah. that grace is lifted. That's right. You know, you just can't be at the same place that you are. And, you know, I don't, these coaches because I mean, you have some of the best coaches out there in the collegiate world that are dealing with a hundred different personalities how in the world can you help all of them get it you know what I'm saying like eventually you want a team that knows like at the end of the day I'm going to use my ar- my armor to do the best that I can even if I feel like I'm not capable you want those people on the field with you
0: you know what it is it's, it's, it goes back to you know it's funny I've, I've been seeing a lot of these shirts that have the, like the college logo on it and then it has the word family right above it Mm-hmm. you've seen the shirt it's just like it says family and then it might have like the team logo underneath it wow right and that, that's cool and, and i like that i, I like that whole thing fam- yeah. and it's, it's it's truly a family and, and even in a family structure but we're talking about a relatively large family and most wow. of these most of these players are playing on travel ball teams that have a 14 player cap mm-hmm. so that means if there's 14 people and three of them are pitchers that's what eleven left.
1: Eleven,
0: and if there's two of them are catchers, okay. Wow, that's nine left. Yeah, nine. Wow. So I got, I can, I can, I can get. I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna, I'm gonna at least get an at bat every game. Right. And then you get to college, and you got 24 people on the team. Mm-hmm. And a, right. a depth chart in college, and this is a reality check for everybody listening to this to this this, this, this podcast. This is a reality check. A depth chart is a depth chart, and if you don't know what a depth chart is, I'll break it down. Depth chart is every position. I look at third base. Who's my best third baseman? Who's my second third baseman? Who's my fourth thir- third best ba- third baseman? Who's my fourth best third baseman? Mm-hmm. Then I go to shortstop. Somebody might be on this on the on the third base depth chart as number three, but they may be number two on the shortstop depth chart. So I got my entire defensive depth chart, one through whatever if I have a person, a girl who may be uh, caught in high school, but's not a catcher on my team, she's probably fifth on my depth chart for catcher because I know that she's caught. Yeah. Right. But I have to put her on there because I have to know what my depth is now. And then there, and then there's the hitting depth chart. And that's this is where it gets really, really interesting because, because I'm not going past 12. If you're 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 on my depth chart, let me let me help you. Yeah. And, and I'm I'm a team that's winning. Let me help you real real quick. Yeah. You are never going yeah. to play. I will bring in right. a fr- I will bring in a freshman. I will bring in a transfer. I will make phone Absolutely. calls. You are not in line to play if you're 15th, 16th, 18th, 19th on the depth chart. So now right. So I tell my kids, I'm like, you you want to be that freshman that comes in And takes that junior spot come on you don't want to be that junior that allows a freshman to come in and take your spot
1: right right
0: and it happens all the time she was first team first team all american as a freshman and then sophomore year she didn't show up lost her spot nobody cares Mm -hmm. what you did last year nobody cares
1: absolutely absolutely Absolutely.
0: Facebook doesn't even care have Cause, cause, except in memories and right. well, memories Facebook memories that they, they, they care <laughs> right, but like right. the coach doesn't care that was nice that was good that was a great post go post stuff good job Absolutely. We, we gotta win this year now <laughs> um, Absolutely. and that's and that's what we're dealing with and we're, as a developer and I've watched you teach you know I have a lot of respect for your energy your lo- your level of expertise and your ab- your ability to inspire athletes. Um, in, in the cage out of the cage on the field i've watched you work um i've only had <clears throat> specific guests on my podcast i don't just bring anybody on my podcast i don't care how famous a person is i bring i bring on quality people who are literally changing lives on my podcast that's it you can't get up I, I don't just you know it's not about for me i mean i don't really need my podcast to, to have a 100 100 million followers because i have a, I have a, a, a celebrity on here but it's the it's the quality of individuals, and the, the small amount of people that are probably listening, uh, will appreciate this interview, and 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 I you know I'm I'm really I'm really um grateful that you were able to able to get on today. Wow. So so um so so talk to me about um what you're seeing out there and, and with, with the teams and 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 what do you think about the evolution of the game? I, I, for me, I, I believe that the softball is evolving, and I'm gonna just tell you what I saw. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the World Series. What I saw on the pitching side, uh, we, we've seen some great pitching. Yeah, I yeah, mean, absolutely. like really great poise absolutely. and great body language. Yeah, great command, consistency. I mean, you you talking about levels of focus that it's hard to be focused. Again, pitching against the best hitters in the country. Yeah. For nine innings, yeah. eight innings, we've seen ten innings. We've seen. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm really impressed. But what I noticed yeah. is that a lot of pitchers have been successful, um, up in the zone, being very deceptive, up the, up in the zone. Yeah. And Absolutely. very, um, very consistent and 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 effective low in the zone. Mm-hmm. So as we're teaching this, this now there's a gap between the mid thigh and like the belly button right now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like that's just yeah. that's just
0: not coming yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying so it's like it's like you know when, we start, when we're training hitters now it's like okay i need you to be able to to really zone down better
1: Um,
0: mm-hmm. uh, and i need you to be able to do to, to be effective on being able to drive a pitch that's going to be top or bottom of the kneecap right you know, so what are your thoughts on that
1: i mean the first thought was i mean you're absolutely right i mean the pitching the pitching has been absolutely phenomenal, and which it should be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, when you have high-scoring games, um, you know, obviously, maybe pitchers aren't moving the ball as well. Or, like you said, I mean, the rise ball and drop balls, um, to me, really reveal a lot in a batter. Mm-hmm. Um, and those, to me, what I like to call un- unbalanced pitches for, for the batter. You know, if you have an unbalanced hitter, they're going to swing at stuff that really is way out of the zone, or way below the zone. Um, and so it's been really, just really cool to see how much these pitchers have really stood their ground and, and really have made—it's almost like you know—you—we you, used to say you—you want to make them throw throw your pitch, mm-hmm. throw their pitch. Sorry you hurt your pitch sorry um and now the the pitchers are like you know what i'm gonna make you guess i'm gonna make you f- try to figure it out i'm, I'm mm-hmm. gonna throw you what i want to throw you mm-hmm. and so it's really cool to see that because once a batter gets behind they're kind of stuck in that place if the kid can throw a rise ball that looks like a strike oh my gosh like you have them mm-hmm. you know and so that's been really cool to see but you know coming from the, the aspect of training you're going to get those one you're going to get those one-o games and I think, you know, from my, from my standpoint is, you're always, to me as a batter, is teaching them to always stay ready. And even if you feel like you're about to concede or even if you feel like, man, she's, she's had my number, pitchers miss all the time. Mm-hmm. They miss all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and you may just have someone that's just literally, she's got your number. Mm-hmm. But there are other ways, we both know, there are other ways to try to get that run on base through bunting or slashing or any of those other, th- other th- things without taking away from what the game is doing at the moment. Um, you know, I've been on coaching staff before, with you know, a lot of the coaches they get too consumed with what the pitcher's throwing. Um, obviously, in the, in the beginning part of the game, it's tough to adjust, because you don't I mean the first inning, you just never know sometimes. And with us, with travel ball, we don't have scouting reports. In college, you can have a scouting report mm-hmm. on what a kid does and her consistencies. We don't have that. And so what makes it difficult is you're you know, going from field to field, and you're facing different pitchers. So we try to, the second end, and we should be adjusting to, to a pitcher. Does it often work? No, because sometimes kids just want to swing from the fence, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so just teaching them to really understand what a strike zone is and where it starts, um, for us, is has been, when it works, the best thing that we could do. Because once we start getting into difficulties in pitches, that's when we start to lose the girls, if that makes any sense.
0: Hmm you know it's funny um I, I've been watching you you know when i when I went down to uh did some work with some pro some professional softball players back last last <laughs> summer and actually I'm going back again this summer down to scrapyard in Houston and I noticed that most of the lefty slappers also hit
1: yeah
0: um that that's that seems to be the the um, the thing. And and how slapping has evolved. But what I also noticed over the last few years, the infielders have gotten, have changed the throwing angle now. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty much universal for every infielder to, to, you know, it's almost like a a prerequisite. Like if you can't can't make a sidearm throw, you're not going to be able to get rid of a ball fast enough to neutralize the speed. So now, whereas 2-8 would have been, would have been tops in the country speed, because of the because of the um, because of the adjustment that the infielders have made, mm-hmm. now two eights like three. It's like it's like three seconds. It's like three flat now. Absolutely. So, um, Absolutely. how? What are some of the things that slappers need to do, need to do to um, to adapt to how the infielders have evolved mm-hmm. to defend the slap? Well, you
1: know, slappers have to broaden their game. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to be mindful that I mean they. I feel like the gaps have gotten, you know, more closed in. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the, the the skill level of the defender has gotten a lot better. Yeah. And so as a, as a slapper, you have to you have to broaden your game. And you know when when you have a kid that's taught or a kid in general that has the mindset of just the tap tap game they won't be successful mm-hmm. because anybody can come and get that the only ones that are going to be successful are the ones that can legit run a two four from from first Damn. and i mean you just can't help that i can't but even for the majority of the girls <laughs> i'm sorry
0: i can't even two four
1: <laughs> i'm just saying they're the ones that are going to be like safe two, i don't four, care though? you can be right in front of them but
0: people are right people running two four though
1: I have a kid that plays for the Vipers. Her name is Aaliyah Jordan. She runs a 2-4 from home first. That's, Legit's been clocked.
0: That's crazy, yeah, she's Fast. Though.
1: There's another one, her, her teammate. I would definitely say she's right there with her. They're fast. It's, it's literally hard to get them out. But, you know, for the nominal athlete, that's not the case. That's not the case. And some of it has to do with first step placement out of the box. Some of it has to do with your mechanics from from point of contact, from point point of contact on. It has a lot to do with that, what kind of slap you're doing. Um, But for the most part, if you're not teaching kids how to do dinkers or how to do chops or how to do soft slaps effectively, where they're not literally pulling their front shoulder off while engaging their hands and eyes, the kid's pretty much gonna be out especially if she's not if she's below that three i'm sorry above that two eight mark
0: i guess i guess those um, high level defenders yeah definitely
1: absolutely absolutely and so it's just real i mean like, being able to power hit I, i've realized over the years it is such a great tool because i mean you think about if you drop down have a kid that can drop down a bunt and, you know, the next at bat, the defense is thinking she's going to adapt to play up. When that kid gets up and rams the ball, what does the defense do the next time? Mm-hmm. So you just don't want to have these kids that are just, you know, one-dimensional kids at on on the left side. If they are, you know, it's, they're probably not going to be successful. They're not.
0: Yeah, I feel you.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, That's I, a wow. tough one. That's, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Two-fours, like, you have, uh you got, uh I don't even want to think about it. A
1: ridiculous speed.
0: I, I was telling mean, Brady
1: Rogers. I mean, I think she was. She's was close to that Alabama.
0: She was fast. Yeah, I remember. I remember watching yeah. her. play. she was really fun to watch. I, I feel like when you know watching Alabama over the years, they've had their, their most successful teams. Mm-hmm. That they, they were really, really fast at the top of the order. Yeah,
1: I mean,
0: when they absolutely. when they had their most success, they were really they had a really lot, a lot of speed at the top. Um, absolutely. I think the last couple of seasons that they hadn't had the the uh, offensive. Um, Threat as much, they mm-hmm. didn't have that speed, you know that, that they that they had in their, their yeah. more successful years. That's just my opinion, but I, I feel like, yeah. um, and and even you look at most teams, even Florida. I mean, they didn't have a lot of speed on that team,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. But if you look at UCLA and and, and Oklahoma and right, you, you see, and, and even Washington, you see speed at the top, speed at the bottom. Yeah you know yeah. it's just there's other ways i can beat you if if, if yeah. i can't beat you and you got to respect my speed because now you got to play up that opens up other things Absolutely. you know and then you got to respect my power so you got to play back and then i drop you know so it's, it's always this cat and mouse chess match of you know if the third baseman is falling asleep which that happens a lot mm-hmm. you know i think hitters have to just be more aware of you know if i'm really playing to win you know like it goes back to that whatever it takes then
1: yeah, you know, it, may, yeah. Take, it may take it may take sh- it
0: may take short game this game to win, and then we might Absolutely. win on a long ball tomorrow. But tomorrow today yeah. we we don't got the bats today, so now we got to win short game. And I think you have to be willing to do whatever it takes as as, as someone who wants to win.
1: Absolutely. But then you Absolutely. got but then you got
0: show ball slash showcase ball. Oh, no bunting allowed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Craziest
0: thing in the nation. So, so wait, no bunting allowed in the showcase. So Craziest thing. And, and, I, and I, I, I kind of get it, but if I'm, tra- I'm teaching people how to win, I don't get it. So yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely. It, ugh, it's 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 tough it, because you're creating a mindset. Then not, you're not preparing right. these kids for the next level. And I, 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 I honestly believe that when you look at West Coast, and you know what, the one thing that the Pac-12 teams. And the West Coast travel teams have never done. They have never totally conceded to the showball culture. Mm-hmm. It's
1: obvious.
0: They, they have always been about development. Yeah. And you can see it when you watch TV. Absolutely.
1: You can see Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You can see the way they play yes. defense. You
0: can see the way those girls throw the ball. You can see the way those Absolutely. girls run their bases. They have always been development. Development, development, mm-hmm. development, and, and I know. Um, shout out to Lisa Fernandez and and um, Kelly Anyway Perez and, yeah. and 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 because I'm gonna tell you right now, you you know that LSU culture is fundamentals. Absolutely, you know that, you know. Um,
1: Absolutely.
0: So they're just tedious, and they're just attention to detail that's just that's just the way they are personality-wise so um yeah this this is going to be great you know I'll, and it seems like mm-hmm.
1: and it seems like they've not, they've not tried to reinvent the wheel either either oh that,
0: um, that, that that's my point know, yes
1: their identity has been the same for years
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's been the same for years you know they they reproduce the athletes that they do because they understand the nature of the game
0: mm-hmm. there's
1: not a lot of guessing involved they understand what it takes it's mm-hmm. always been like that
0: Man, yeah. you're right. A
1: lot of respect for those programs. And I've always had, you know,
0: I, I used to go down to, um, <clears throat> to Cathedral City, in California, for the, um, that I, I think it was called the, uh, I don't know, I don't even know what they call that tournament, but it was a uh, kind of like a pre, a pre-spring college tournament, and you'd have like thirty, maybe forty schools. Mm-hmm. And it's all like the top fifty schools in the country, pretty much. Wow! And I used to go there for the weekend and watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could there be four fields there, and you could you could be watching Arizona, Arizona State, Fresno State, Cal State Fullerton, UCLA, yeah. Florida, whoever you know, Washington, LSU. Everybody would be there. It was, it was really crazy. Mm-hmm. Illinois. I mean, everybody, all the top dogs would be there, and I would just kind of look and say, "Wow!" You know, and and I look at the pack, the Pac-12, and how they have preserved. The culture of phenomenal defense.
1: Yeah. The, yeah.
0: The, the one thing about Pac twelve is that you're gonna find defense. Yeah and, yeah. and I'm gonna tell you right now, Oklahoma's defense was is really good this year. hmm Um, it's gonna be interesting because I I I am not counting Oklahoma out. I'm telling you right now, I mean they they had a really tough yeah. loss last night. And um Oh,
1: they're coming back hard. You, and you know I,
0: it. I, I just can't see <laughs> I can't see them laying down.
1: Yeah, not at all. I can't see it. Not at all. So I'm That's I, not
0: I, a Patty Gasol so nature. Patty Gasso is a the ultimate competitor. Those girls have, the, they, have the, they have the the utmost respect for her. Um and they are not going to go out like that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Absolutely. They're not. So I, I I think I think you're going to see a game three. Um mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm predicting that that Oklahoma comes back w- with some fight. Um I'm I'm, I'm predicting a pitcher's duel. I'm predicting like Oklahoma yeah. maybe two one or three two, um, something like that. Mm-hmm. Five six hits, and um, yeah, and then game three. Who knows, man? <laughs> it's, it's anybody's yeah. ball game. But I tell you what, <laughs> I tell you what. I think because Alabama forced that third game, that third game yesterday, that mm-hmm. probably took a lot out of Oklahoma. Just you know, mm-hmm. on their bodies. Whereas UCLA was yeah, in, UCLA, UCLA was in the hotel room chilling with their feet up, eating grapes and yeah. and, uh, and uh, watching TV and watching Netflix and stuff, just hanging out. Probably watching film. If I know them, they're watching film. <laughs> but I mean, you, yeah. you, you watched all the film you can watch. Now it's time to play. I mean, there's not much more the film is going to really tell you,
1: right? Um, right. You
0: know. But um, shout out to the, shout out to these girls. I mean, it's going to be really great. I, I'm, I'm excited to be able oh, to see man. what's going to happen. See the level. Yeah. Let me
1: tell you who I'm impressed with is that Rachel Garcia. That right there is, has been the epitome of what an athlete looks like on the softball
0: field. Yeah, but she she's Lisa she's Lisa Fernandez reincarnated. Pretty much. You know that, All right? The way. I mean there's All there, the way. we've never seen we've never seen All the way, pe- people were people were um people were were saying that the girl the freshman from Alabama is the mm-hmm. next Jenny Finch. You heard that? Did you hear that one? I have heard that, and I'm not taking anything away from her. She's probably a great pitcher, but like, Mm -hmm. don't forget, Jenny Finch hit third in Mm -hmm. professional softball. She dropped bombs for USA.
1: Yep, she sure did.
0: Like, I I haven't seen her swing a bat yet, so I'm not going to go around comparing people to the greatness of Jenny Finch. Right.
1: So let's 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 stop
0: that right now because she has not swung a bat unless she can hit. You cannot compare yep. a pitcher who comparison. can't hit to a two-way. You cannot do it.
1: Not one bit. You can't. Not one so bit. That's a they, different kind of You have
0: to stop it because you got to go yes. hit and you got to pitch and you got to hit. Yes. I'm sorry. I, I'm shutting that down right now. <laughs> and, and maybe she can't hit. I just haven't seen her I haven't seen her, get her having a bat yet. But I've coached, I coached against Jenny Finch in professional mm-hmm. softball her last year on the Chicago Bandits. She was hitting in the three-hole in Pro Bowl. Let's see? Okay, so stop. <laughs> yes, please.
1: Let's please Let's, stop. Please
0: pump the brakes.
1: <laughs> please stop. I mean, that's just pure, that's pure, like we say in Alabama, pure athleticism. Like, yeah. You know, when you, you, you have know. a picture that's, man, yeah. there's no comparison to that. Nah. I literally was texting my friends, like, this is nothing but little Lisa Fernandez all over She's, she's, you know, she's, she's Lisa mindset. Fernandez.
0: She, Lisa Fernandez was a bulldog who willed. Absolutely. She, Really? Her will was stronger than yours. She's gonna beat you because she decided. She decided she's gonna beat you. That's why she beat you. Absolutely. And and do you know fi- that's okay. We're seeing it now. Uh, we probably won't see it again for another ten years. Wow. Because you had you've had two way you've had two way players. Daniel Laurie was a two way hitter, two way player. Mm-hmm. You had um, who's the who's the pitcher from um UCLA, the screwball pitcher. Uh, I can't think of her name from a few years ago. She won the last one to win the Gosh, championship for I'm them. So blank. But. We had her, we had her, two-way, two-way player. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Kalani Ricketts was a two-way player. But they were not Rachel Garcia. This girl. No. <laughs> Holy
1: smokes. It's awesome to watch.
0: It is. Yeah. Because you know what? You got players that, they can remember this. You got players who, who had got it done all season. Mm-hmm. And then when they, when they get to this eight teams, where are they? Yeah. <laughs> <Good night. laughs> Where'd you go? What Good happened? Night. Because it's not the same thing. No. It is not absolutely. the same thing. Regular season is regular season. Yep. This is the postseason. This is the best of the best, playing yeah. for it all. You got seniors who are like, this is not gonna be my last game. You, you, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's played differently. The, absolutely. The energy is different. Like. Ugh. So like. Oh, oh, yeah. Boy goodness gracious oh yeah and and, and what we're we're seeing we we need we need to see players that have 70 percent of of what Risha Garcia is bringing Mm -hmm. just give me 70 just give give me 70 percent of that (laughs) give me 60 i'll
1: take the focus part of her like forget the
0: skill i take the focus just give me that she's she 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 refuses to be she she refuses to lose oh yeah she she squares everything up she gets everything hard
1: Like even her last at bat, I think she got like a base hit last night. And to even just look at her face when she was up there to hit, like you could tell like some of the girls a little more relaxed, which they should have been on UCLA side. Uh, But when she stepped up, I mean, it was business. Like, I don't care. if We're whooping your tail. I'm gonna whoop you some more.
0: And and, some of, that, some, just... of that, yeah, and some of that, some of that, yeah, some of that's innate. I mean, you can, you can go look at her. If you want to go look at her swing? Be my guest. If you want to go put it on slow mo and look at her swing, fine. If you want to go look at her throwing mechanics and say, oh, she's doing that. If I if I can get my elbow here, I could be like her, dude. That this has nothing to do with her slow nah, mechanics. Not one bit. This is her her attitude, her focus, Absolutely. her concentration, her confidence level. Her her that is innate. That is she was that girl had to have been through some stuff
1: absolutely i was just gonna say that
0: i was just gonna say that <laughs> like she that, that
1: that's adversity yeah. there you go there she's you go. been through some stuff there you go
0: you don't just have that i was really that. just gonna say that yep you're, absolutely you're not teaching that you know in the cage okay fix your front foot you know get your back elbow on the slot. nope sorry
1: absolutely
0: nope this doesn't this, that doesn't work that way absolutely <laughs> she's got something
1: absolutely, absolutely. she's got something and if you want to get there, you know, like a Rachel Garcia, Jennifer, Jennifer, you have to be okay with those moments where you feel like you're the world, the world's worst. You have to be okay with coming out of that. You got to be okay with being being okay being okay with not being the bulldog in the moment, if yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, I get so many times when people see a kid that I train with that, man, I want my kid to look like her. And I'm, I look at them and I tell them, no, you don't. Because this kid, I can't tell how many burpees she's had to do in the lesson. I can't tell <laughs> how many times we have to walk outside of that door mm-hmm. and have a coach, the player talk, and she's crying mm-hmm. about her lack of effort. Wow. And to me, it's good to see the glitz and glamour, mm-hmm. but they don't see what the hearts of these kids mm-hmm. that get to that level and that can sustain at that level, mm-hmm. have to. Really go through. And they're not willing to actually let someone take their kid and, and help them to get there either. You know, they want to, it's
0: okay, little pookie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because they, they said that uh Rachel Garcia was upset about how she got tired last year. And so, when she came back in the fall, her main focus was to ramp up her conditioning, ran up, ramp up her energy, her ability to be, be able to kind of go longer for her team. And she was doing her own personal extra additional workouts in addition to the Mm. UCLA workouts and most people (laughs) most people don't know that about a lot of these pitchers like the Monica Abbott's and 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 what they what they actually do to be able to do that at that level yeah every day for nine innings and they think it's just like okay yeah look at her mechanics or she's Monica Abbott's tall or she's strong or she's this okay yeah but Mm-hmm. You, have, you have no idea how hard they work. If you just did a third yeah. of that, and most of these, most of these players, and and then, but here's the deal: go, go look at, at 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 um at the at the video, mm-hmm. and just go look at how athletes get better every year. And you can say, okay, freshman year, this is what she looked like. Sophomore, mm-hmm. year, this is what she looked like. Junior, this is what she looked like. Senior, and you'll see the you'll see how the great ones they don't come back the same way.
1: Absolutely,
0: they come absolutely. back. They come back better. They're not. They're never satisfied. Yeah,
1: absolutely. There you go. Never satisfied.
0: They're never satisfied. Man, this is this has been one of those conversations. I'm fired up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so so um, I I, I obviously I got to bring you back. So please tell us um how how people can get in touch with you on social. How how, how can they follow you? How can they keep up with what Sarita's doing? Um, and uh, please let us know. Where can, they, where can they find Absolutely.
1: you? Absolutely, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram uh, SaritaB15 Sarita um, I'm also on Facebook um, Sarita Brooks, and my company's on there as well Intensity Sports Training
0: Intensity Sports Training, up. and you're primarily out of what area in the country?
1: I'm in Beaufort, Georgia I'm mm-hmm. also head coach of the Impact Gold National Lane team as well
0: Okay, that's good I, I, I had a to see you guys play, so that was cool to watch you out there and the do grinding. <laughs> grinding with, grinding Ooh. with the girls um, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm really glad you were on board on, on this on this show today. And I am going to um, be in touch with you about coming on again so we could talk shop about, you know, things. Um, for
1: sure.
0: All right. We'll talk soon.
1: Definitely. Thanks for having me. I appreciate
0: it. All right. No problem.